Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. Life is full of compromise, but there's one thing in life that you should never compromise on, your own health. That's why I like to use ZocDoc to find the best doctors for me. That's how I found my personal doctor, as well as the pediatrician for my little girl. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately. No more awkwardly waiting on hold with a receptionist. My favorite thing is that you can see doctor reviews. I mean, who wants to go to a doctor who makes you sit alone in a room for an hour and then rushes out after barely speaking to you? I love using ZocDoc because, to be honest, it's easy and I'm lazy. Go to ZocDoc.com RS and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash R-S. ZocDoc.com slash R-S. Welcome to r slash best of Redditor updates, where OP wins a $4 million lottery jackpot. Our next Reddit post comes from r slash confession. I won the lottery five years ago, and I haven't told anyone. I just got engaged. So after taxes, my winning came out to just shy of $4 million. Oh my god. I paid off all my debts, hired an accountant, fixed some things on my truck, and put most of it in savings. I kept my job, didn't move, and kept my effing mouth shut. My brother is a meth head, my sister is a spiteful whore, and my mom still blames everything on my dad who died 10 years ago, so I didn't want them scrambling to pretend to care about me to get some cash. I've been dating a girl for about 3 years now, and I recently asked her to marry me. She said yes. I bought a modest ring, just over what people would expect given my known employment. This weekend, I'm going to lay everything out for her, and I can truly know that she's in it for me and not the money. It's going to be liberating to be able to buy what I want and take care of my friends. This was totally worth the wait. Then, about two weeks later, OP posted an update. So, my plan was to break the news on a relaxing evening on an odd weekend when we were both free. We went to an early dinner at one of our favorite Italian places, and then finally went to see Star Wars. After the movie, we grabbed some beer and wine for the evening and went home to relax. After the small talk about work and friends, I told her that I wanted to be open about everything with each other leading up to the marriage. She got kinda quiet, a little guarded, and said, Well... Yeah, so do I. Pausing with that look that people get when they want you to keep talking. I told her that we were never truly going to have to worry about money, that she could do whatever she wanted with her job or stay at home or change careers, anything. Because I had north of $3 million in the bank. Her response was this slow, what are you talking about? How? kind of thing. I got up and pulled a financial statement that I'd printed out and stashed in the coffee table drawer, handed it to her, and told her that I'd won it a couple of years before we met. She started crying, like sobbing uncontrollably crying, and looking terrified. I got really worried and started explaining that I kept it hidden because I didn't want my terrible family hunting me down, and that I didn't want people around me to change or to lose my friends. Then she started apologizing, saying that she should have told me before I proposed. She has about $40,000 in student loan and credit card debt, and she thought that was going to break the engagement. She thought that I was so financially responsible that there was no way that I'd take on that debt because she never told me about it. 
That was why she had been open to having a prenup in the vague conversations that we'd had about it before, and why she never brought up or talked about money. So, after a long, long conversation about openness and trust, we hashed out some ideas on what we would agree on for the prenup in regards to premarital debt and assets and all that. I'm going to pay off her debts after we're married, so the tax issue is less of a concern. And all of my winnings will remain my winnings if we get a divorce. Interest and dividends will be marital assets. All told, I'm very pleased with how things played out, and we're in a great place. We're working with attorneys and my accountant this week, and I'll be putting in my two weeks notice at work. She wants to keep her job, but she'll request some time off so that we can take a vacation and settle into actually enjoying some money. I talked to one of my friends about paying off his house, and he very firmly refused anything for himself. But he was very grateful for my offer to set up his daughter's college fund. I'm gonna keep leaning on him though. I think he'll come around to accepting some repayment of the kindness that he showed me. Maybe a vacation at the very least. I don't know. Wow, this is a super happy story. And I'm amazed, OP. Most people, if they win 4 million bucks, they quit the next day. But the fact that you held on for who knows how long just to find true love, honestly, it's really romantic. Also, you sound like you have a decent head on your shoulders, OP. So as long as you're careful with that money and don't waste it immediately, then you have enough money to last you the rest of your lives. Our next Reddit post comes from r slash am I the butthole. Am I the butthole for hating my husband's Mother's Day gift when I haven't even received it yet? The day that I'm writing this is the day before Mother's Day. I've spent the whole day, or week more accurately, in and out of tears. I started reminding my husband about Mother's Day a month ago. I told him exactly what I wanted. One of those viral book bouquets with a couple of books from my wish list. I sent him screenshots of my wish list, and then again two weeks later as a way to remind him. Quick side note, I had to look up what a viral book bouquet is, and it's kind of what it sounds like. It's basically just a bouquet of flowers, but it's got books in it also. The reason why I even reminded him so early is because he has a tendency to put things off until he forgets about them completely. And unfortunately, I think this is the case for a lot of heterosexual men. For my last birthday, we did absolutely nothing. He blamed it on the fact that we were flying out to head home the next day, but that wasn't for my birthday. That was for Christmas. And I didn't even want to fly home. He did. The birthday before that, he wasn't even in town. He was on a dirt biking trip with his brothers. He didn't do anything with my reminders or my screenshots of my wish list. He didn't buy any of the books. He hasn't bought anything at all, period. And now it's the day before Mother's Day. To give him credit, he did talk to me a few nights ago about this spa that he found in our area that I could choose a couple of services from as his gift to me. The services offered were a couple of facials, brow treatments, or waxing options, none of which I need or even remotely hinted at wanting to get done. I politely told him, I'm sorry, but I don't think I need any of this. And he just kind of shrugged his shoulders and is now back at square one. Since he never bought me any books, I bought some for myself. The package came today, and when he asked me what it was, I told him it was my Mother's Day gift to myself since he never got them for me. He went to our bedroom, pouted, and said nothing. I'm so angry and so hurt. I told him from the very beginning of our relationship that I refused to end up in a marriage like my parents, and that's exactly where we're headed. 
I wanted to avoid the cliche last-minute purchase flowers and candies so badly, and I would still try to appreciate them if he even got them at this point. I was asking him if he had plans to go to the store sometime today, and he said that he didn't. He's currently sitting on the couch beside me watching YouTube videos on his phone. See, that goes back to what I was saying earlier, you guys. YouTubers are the problem. We are the root of all problems in today's society. Anyways, I told him exactly what to do, exactly what I wanted, and he ignored it. I don't understand why. Why do I have to work so hard to get someone to show they care about me? To show they like me? I'm truly so confused, so heartbroken. All I know is, I'll be keeping the same energy for Father's Day. So, am I the bad guy for hating my Mother's Day gift when I haven't even received it yet? Then, the next day on Mother's Day, OP posted an update. For those of you who said that I'd feel stupid the next day, you were right. I do feel stupid. I feel stupid for ever thinking that my husband would try to give me the same treatment that I give him on special holidays. I feel stupid for laying out a step-by-step process for him to take the pressure off of finding me a gift, and then have him completely disregard it. I feel stupid for begging someone to show me they appreciate my efforts to raise our child, manage a household, and devote 100% of my time and energy into our family. The only thing different about today was that he put up our window blinds, something that I'd been asking him to do since we moved into our new house four months ago. I guess that counts for something. There were a lot of commenters concerned about what I do for him on Father's Day and birthdays. For Father's Day last year, I planned a two-day camping trip to his favorite cabin site and rented jet skis and prepped him all of his favorite camp meals. For his birthdays, I make him a dessert and a dinner from scratch every year unless he wants to go out and we do everything else he wants. I get him tools that he's been talking about wanting, I've gotten him new clothing items and shoes when he wants something replaced, I get him things that go along with the hobbies that he's taken interest in. Bottom line, I put in too much effort to receive less than the bare minimum in return. I don't care if that makes me narcissistic or materialistic or selfish or self-absorbed as a lot of you have called me in my messages. I deserve a partner who effing cares. I deserve a partner who takes note of my interests and makes me feel listened to and respected. I deserve a partner who shows me through their actions how much I matter to them. Not with stupid bullshit about spa treatments that I don't want. My kid deserves a better role model than that. Better yet, my kid's future spouse deserves a better role model than that. I think it's funny how there were comments saying, Just wait for tomorrow, maybe he'll surprise you, as if I didn't know that this would be the outcome. As if I hadn't been reminding him for a month in advance to avoid this. As if the pattern of him dismissing my days to feel special wasn't a common pattern. And no, I didn't marry him and trap him with a baby because I thought he'd suddenly change. He did change, but only because he used to be so thoughtful and sweet before. While we were dating and engaged, he always did so much for me and made me feel so loved. I don't know why that's changed. Maybe parenting has taken a larger toll on our relationship than I thought. I really don't know. As for me, I'm spending my Mother's Day having a very long conversation about what we should do next. I think we're seeing a divorce happen before our very eyes in this post. Yeah, a lot of divorces are caused by extreme incidents like cheating, but even more divorces are caused when one of the two people just stops caring. They stop putting in effort, they stop showing love, they just don't try anymore. 
Also, since the post was originally an r slash am I the butthole post, I'll give a butthole score. OP, you are not the butthole. Everyone, whether they're man, woman, child, whatever, deserves to get special treatment on the special holiday that's reserved for them. So you get 0 out of 5 bad guys. I'm giving your lazy, uncaring, apathetic husband 2 out of 5 bad guys. Because even though what he did wasn't like earth-shatteringly terrible in the grand scheme, the problem is that this is death by a thousand cuts. Every single day, every holiday that goes by where the husband just doesn't care about his wife is one more cut leading towards the death of their marriage. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our next Reddit post comes from r slash am I the bad guy, and this is actually a really old post. It was posted over a year ago, so I don't know if you guys will remember this. But basically, OP's mom died during childbirth, and his dad just completely pieced out of the picture. He was allegedly so devastated by the death of his wife that he couldn't handle taking care of the baby who he thought killed his wife. So he just handed OP off to OP's aunt, and OP's aunt raised him. Then, 27 years later, after minimal slash no contact with his dad, OP's new stepmother contacts OP and says that she wants to get in touch because she just married OP's dad and she wants to get to know her husband's son. She asks OP questions about his childhood, and OP tells the truth, that his dad's a loser, that he completely abandoned him, and he has no relationship with his father whatsoever. Well, then, OP posted an update. Well, they're splitting up. I heard it first from my grandma, then from his wife, or I guess his ex? She was legit crying on the phone when she called to tell me sorry for putting me in that position. Her and my dad had a longer conversation where he told her everything else that he did, so she made the decision that she can't stay with someone like him. She wanted me to know how disgusted she is. Also, to tell me thank you, which is something I really needed to hear. My dad is who he is, yeah, but regardless, two people breaking up their marriage because of something I said is a hard thing not to feel guilty about. This lady is heartbroken going through a divorce just a few months after getting married, and she wanted to take the time to reassure someone else that they made the right choice. Unexpectedly, though, my dad wanted us to talk yesterday, too. My girlfriend didn't want me to go. It was probably a bad risk to take, but I met with him. And, yeah, I should listen to my girlfriend more when it comes to this type of stuff. For the first time in my life, I had a conversation with my dad about my mom. How much he loved her, and them being happy and excited about having a family. 
But then she died, and he told me, even if it's wrong, he has to blame me because simply, if I hadn't been born, she'd still be here. He's only sorry for not completely staying away from me and saying horrible things growing up. While he wasn't saying this to be malicious, since he did seem sincere, it was still an ouch for me. In the end, we decided having a relationship with each other was never gonna happen and said goodbye. He at least apologized for trying to put me in that position. The first and only good thing he ever told me was what happened with his wife wasn't my fault. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> OP's words broke up their marriage and he says it's not your fault, but this guy's gonna blame a newborn child for, for his wife dying? This guy's, this guy's bonkers. Okay, anyways. Then I just went home and cried. I had a day to process, a short therapy session, and support from both my aunt and girlfriend to get me through. The rest of my family is leaving me alone at least, so I'm glad that in the end it was resolved. It's not a total happy ending I know, but in the end, it's better this way. Man, I try not to cuss on this channel, but this husband is an absolute piece of shit. Just total garbage human being. First, he blames a child for murder. Then, he abandons the baby. Then, 27 years later, he still can't forgive the kid, and the only thing he has to say is, my only regret is not cutting you out of my life completely. Man, you think this guy's original first wife would have ever married him and tried to have a kid with him if she could see into the future and understand what an absolutely disgusting, toxic human being he is? He has the heart of just rotten meat. That was our slash best of Redditor updates. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.